generation of wrestling podcasts. You are not rocking with the God. What's really good? If you smell what the rock is cooking. And you know what that means. Shut your mouth, you thong-wearing fatty. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of the Generational Wrestling Podcast. As always, as you are truly the 29-year-old piece of gold, the franchise, aka the showstopper, better known as the G-O-W's resident tribal chief. And with me as always, I got my tag team partner, my brother, my family. He is the flyest in the room, Mr. One, Two, Three. Pin that ass down, K-Breezy, aka EC's resident Isaac Hayes, King Tuco in the building, bro. What's going on? Uh-oh, your, your mic muted, bro. Fro, what's <clears throat> nothing much, man. Fro, what's good, man? What's up, Fro? What up, bro? Uh, man, you know, we got a little bit of satisfaction. We got a little bit of the deranged, insane Dexter Loomis, and then we got a return of Mr. Johnny Gargano himself, man. As yes, of right dude. now, man, we are watching Damian Priest and Edge give us this main event match, and Edge has returned to Toronto, first time in 10 years on Raw. Absolutely, absolutely. Fro, what's good? Earl, what's up? Fro says... Was it raw C Town last week? I believe that was two weeks ago, right? Two Mondays and, ago. Uh, see, no, last week it was about to see. I guess I think it was like a C or no, C. No, play. no, 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 no. He he's saying wasn't it in C Town as it wasn't in Cleveland. Oh no! Oh yeah, weeks. that was a uh, that was no, that was last week. Was it last week? That was last week. Oh shit! All right, what? Well, oh no, maybe it was two weeks. Maybe it was two. It was two weeks. It was the eighth. It was two weeks. It was on the eighth. And it was AEW here last week. Last week, AEW was here. No, no, AEW is here tomorrow. Uh, this week, the Moxley versus a uh, Punk match is this week. AEW's in Cleveland this week. Ah, uh, yeah. WWE was in Cleveland two Mondays ago. So yeah. Man, it's, it's confusing, but uh, I thank you. All right, with that being said, uh, let's get right into it. So we started off the night, man. We got Riddle and Rollins in the back. You know, they fighting to start off the show. Then we get our girl, six-time WWE Women's Champion. I, 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 seven times, sir. Seven times. Seven. Seven times champion. Yeah, she went, seven oh, she, ah, seven she times. did win it seven times. Seven times. Mickey James is six-time WWE ah, Women's Champion. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Yes, yes, and, yes, yes. And the first ever woman alongside Lita to main event on Monday Night Raw. Got to give her her flowers. But, hey, we in Toronto, For Ontario, sure. Canada, baby. We got the legend. You know, hey, look, man, seven-year-old me was uh, extremely blushing and happy to see this young lady come out to the ring. <laughs> we got that. Oh, I'm sure you was. This time I make you know that when that music hit that laugh hit mm-hmm. and we got the girl Trish Stratus, she definitely delivered a hundred percent Stratus fashion guarantee. Then of course she came out, she cut a promo saying, you know what, this felt like home. And in the middle of her seeming like she was going somewhere with the promo, we had Bailey in control come out and Bailey stepped there and said, Who the hell is Trish Stratus? And then of course the EST of WWE, the raw women's champion from Knoxville, Tennessee, had to come out and she had to let Bailey know who the hell. 
Trish Stratus was. Long story short, man, all this built up to our first match of the night, women's tag team title semifinal between Alexa Bliss and Oscar versus Dakota Kai and EO, uh, and EO Sky. Bro, this match is pretty good, but one of my favorite moments of the night, and I think a lot of people's favorite moments, you finally got to see Oscar and EO Sky somewhat touching the ring a little bit, and you've seen the potential of that. Uh, when Oscar was on the main roster, her EO was in NXT, and it seemed like EO had nowhere else to go after her dominant reign as NXT Women's Champion. People kind of clamored for that. It was a dream match, and we kind of got it to a degree. Uh, first things first, Tuco, what did you think of the return of Trish Stratus? One, two, what did you think of this tag team match? Uh, <clears throat> it's always seeing satisfaction, man. Um, you know, that's Trish Stratus, man. If you were able, and I mean, man, if you were able to see Trish Stratus in all her glory, Ooh. man, yes, sir, you, man, you, 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 you won. You won, my friend. You won. All right, hey, man. Oh, you won. Now, <clears throat> Trish coming back and her sound like you know, hey, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm retired, but you know, you know, it, to phrase it in in a different way, you know, but a bitch can come back whenever she wants to. All right, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, she, I, I that's like I think that's where she was getting to. She late, she got to it later on with Bailey, but I think that's what she. She was itching, like, you know what, maybe I do got one more match in me. You know, I, I do feel good. I got the yoga thing jumping off. I'm winning awards left and right, going to the Hall of Fame. I still feel good. I still feel like I can do this thing. And and, and obviously seeing the talent that has come after her and what they have become. Yeah, man. No, nah, you can best believe, you know, if that if that bug is there a little bit, that wrestling bug for her. Hey man, she Trish Stratus. You come back and fight anybody. I think anyone on that roster would be honored to step in the ring with Trish Stratus and just say, "I went toe to toe with Trish Stratus." Buzzing with Marlo podcast. First of all, thank you for joining us. Says she appreciate you, man. The Survivor Series. Ooh, I can see it. I can see it. I can see. It. I can see. I can see. Uh, I can see it being a control kind of thing. Oh, referee's gone. Oh, there go Charles Robinson. Uh, I could see a, a five on five. I could see uh, maybe control getting the services of Dewdrop and Nikki Ash, and and then they're going up against uh, 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 Oscar Bliss. If Belair's not in the match, then it's Trish, and then you would just have to add two other people. But I, I I'm I'm sure they can get two other people uh, to roll with that group. Um, but I can see something like that, one on one maybe. Uh, but if they're doing one on one, I see that happening a lot sooner than possible than, than later. Uh, I yeah. think it would happen way before Survivor Series uh, that we'll get a one on one between Bailey and Trish Stratus. But definitely see it happening, uh, and then definitely want to see it. So yeah, most definitely. <clears throat> All right, uh, I hope I'm saying your name right. If I'm not, forgive me. But we got uh, Jaco Robertson. Uh, what's going Jake on? Jaco, what up, man? What up? Welcome to the podcast, and if, bro. And if, and, if, and if I said your name wrong, please definitely uh, make sure you fill out the syllables for me in the comments. I won't be embarrassed. Hey, I we said. hood brothers, man. We from the hood, man. We from the hood, man. Absolutely. We, I mean, we we street smart. We smart, but you know, we still from the hood. Hey, 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 look, you know, hey, 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 we read when we can. I just play. 
I be like, Seriously. he said, not when, not when we must, but we read when we can. When we can, we we we, we can read. We can read a little bit. We can read a little gotta, bit. You gotta be like Siri. What is this person's name? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, you can't do that, man. Because Siri will butcher some names, man. <laughs> she will butcher the shit out of some names. Uh, Buzzing uh, on the podcast. It will have to be on a big marquee show. Survivor Series is the main big one coming up. Absolutely, absolutely. Hey, that is very true, but I also think. You don't necessarily have to do that because I think you it, you put that on a pay per view. Did Edge just do a sunset flip? What the fuck? Hey, look, man, don't sleep on the rated R superstar, man. He in his hometown. He feeling he feeling different right now. I guess so. As he just hit the spear, my man, my man, he picked up the victory. Wow. Wow, I'm sorry. I had to break off from that one, man. Come on, Edge ain't losing his first match in his hometown in 10 years. Come on now, too cold. I I, I ain't gonna lie. I I wouldn't mind some shenanigans. I know some shenanigans happen. You think Judgment Day ain't finna come out and do some stuff? Come on now. Uh, And I figured they would have came out for the match to, you know, add that little extra spice, but they didn't. Um, What were we talking about? Damn. Uh, Oh, Trisha Bates. I can see them putting it on the next pay-per-view to bring eyes to that pay-per-view to see what they set up. I mean, because, you know, it, it, it could be a marquee match. You, it, it's a marquee match. You want to put it on a marquee show, but you can also put it on a pay-per-view to put more eyes on it. But I, I could see it. I mean, maybe Survivor Series would be the one. As Judgment Day showed up. Uh, Fro says they could put Trish versus Bailey with Monday Night Football returns. Hey, they're going to need something. <laughs> right with Monday Night Raw, you know, with Raw being, this, you know, they they definitely could save it for something. I, I, I that I see that happening sooner than later. Yeah. Uh, if they're building the seeds for it now, I, that's why I say Survivor Series, maybe. But uh, oh no, you ain't. Oh y'all, y'all don't mess with y'all don't mess with the Glamazon. Y'all do not mess with the Glamazon. Hey, 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 you know she we will smack towards, a bitch. Hey, you, she you know will working, smack you. Know, you know we're working towards a Rhea Ripley versus Beth Phoenix now. Hey, I ain't mad at it. You know I am not good. mad at it, bro. And they, and hey, the Glamazon is not one to be messed with. <laughs> Especially actually, not about her man. And they actually exchanged words a few weeks back on Twitter, them two. So, uh, yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah, so I saw know, that. What, what a nice way to pay off a storyline. Oh, but, yeah. That's okay. That's okay. That's all right, but as That's we all got right. That, but as we got that going on, so then we get a Dolph Ziggler interview. He's interrupted by Fan Balor. That led to a match between hey, Ziggler and I ain't Balor. Gonna lie. Balor ended up picking up the victory. It was a good back and forth match. The crowd was hot. Dolph ended up looking like he was gonna get the win until my boy Fan Balor got the assist from Rhea Ripley with a stiffy, and that led to a 1916 followed by a coup de grace, followed by a one, two, three, Tuco Ziggler Balor thoughts. Uh, I like the beginning. I like when Ziggler smacked the shit out of him, and he yeah. fell on the ground, and he came back like, "You just gonna sit on your ass like a bitch, or you gonna come to the ring?" <laughs> I say, "Yeah, all right, <laughs> okay, Triple H, I like it." I, I had to applaud that one. I'm like, "Oh shit!" I'm like, "Okay, I wasn't expecting that." You know what? I didn't really kind of care to see Finn Balor versus Dolph Ziggler, but I ended up watching. After that, I ended up watching Dolph Ziggler versus Finn Balor, and it was exactly what I thought it would be. Uh, two guys that know how to work the ring and, and put on a very good match. I it, it, it just made me want to watch it instead of me knowing that it would have been a BS type of match if yeah. run by someone else. Uh, but considering we're getting to see guys be competitive 
and we're seeing them get to tell their story in the ring as far as what they do. Uh, I had no problem with this match. I, I thought it was a good match. Uh, clearly, Triple H is letting Dolph do something that Dolph probably should have did 10 years ago yeah. that they should have let him do and let him kind of be. Uh, and then, you know, for Finn Balor to, you know, I, I don't know, man. It was just, I like, I don't know. I, I just liked that whole little segment, man. It was just, he just, he like, he ran out and then he, and then he came back and looked like, you still on the ground? You, you, come on, man. Come get this ass whooping. Come on, man. Right, right, <laughs> like, right. like, come on, man. I, I don't know, man. That just, I, that just made me a little more invested into it. I, it, it just, it's like, damn, all right. Hey, he came back to check on you. Make sure you all right so you can get this ass whooping. Yeah, go get up so you can go get that ass whooping. But it was a good match. Uh, Pretty Balor ended up getting the victory. Uh, mm -hmm. But um, no, I, it, it, it was, it was, it was good. It, it was, it was a good match. And that's sometimes that's what you need. Sometimes you just need a little, a little subtlety to add spice to something. That little subtlety just in the beginning, just to them interacting, added a little spice to the match. And and it, it wasn't nothing giant, you know, ginormous or anything, or you know, gigantic or anything like that, man. It, but it it was enough and it was solid. I I got no problem with that. All right, next up. So we get in the, we get an interview uh, with Aaliyah in the back. She gets confronted by Bailey in control, which ended up leading to a match between uh, Aaliyah and Bailey later on. And then we get you know Chad Gable and Alpha Academy. They come out. They issue an open challenge. Who Shoot, comes please. out? Of course, no one but Kevin Owens, the prize fighter, Canada's finest. He comes out. These two put on a hell of a match. It was vicious. It was hard hitting. We got suplexes on the on a ring apron. We got a whole bunch of ass kickery going on. My boy Kevin Owens, of course, ended up picking up the victory. But bro, talk to me, man. Chad Gable. Uh, he was kind of getting a little bit of a push, you know, from Vince when Vince was there. But now that Triple H is really there, and uh, I, I hate to use this term, uh, but I'm going to say it. He's pushing the wrestlers, and which happened to be a lot of the smaller guys, the technicians. Gable has really, really increasingly looked good. And I feel like his mic work has gotten even better. He was already good, but I feel like his, his, his mic work is really adding to his character and his matches. What are your thoughts? Um, no, I, I, I think it is because he's been such the mouthpiece for Otis that mm -hmm. uh, he's kind of had no choice but to get better. Yeah. Um, we, I, we, we, we talked about it before where, man, do you see what we what I see? And he was like, yeah, I'm like, man, this dude should have been the, the son of Kurt Angle. This yeah. is the guy that you should have had because that could have took off really for him. But, you know, yeah. it is what it is. Uh <clears throat> As far as the match between Kevin Owens and 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 uh, Chad Gable, excellent match. I man, again, it was another good match. Um, I like the fact that, like you say, they are letting the wrestlers get time. They're letting them tell their stories. You're 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 building. <clears throat> it's almost kind of it's almost kind of old school. Yeah, because that's kind of what old school was. Old school wrestling, you know, back in the eighties. I mean, even the seventies and whatever. You know, you had, you had to entertain, but you always had good, solid matches, or you had guys that knew how to work, or you know, you, you always had that. You never, you never got time with it for the last ten years. It was always a joke or a segment or just something to, to kind of 
spot fest the, the crowd a little bit, but we got to see a guy we know is very good and technical in the ring and Chad Gable go up against a guy that we like seeing be the guy that he is right now, Kevin Owens, and we got to see them be the best of what they can be. And that's that's wrestling. That's 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 what I like. I I, I understand the pecking order. The pecking yeah. order isn't the problem. Like that's that's not the issue. And the issue is can this guy go out here and, and prove that he's, you know, he can handle himself in the ring? Can he can work? Can he make the other guy, can one guy make the other guy look just as good? And that's what you saw in this match. And, and, and I love that. And like you say, Chad Gable, he's, he's on a rise. He's going to get there. And when he gets there, yeah, man, watch out. But I'm okay with the smaller wrestler, man, because I mean, one thing about the bigger wrestler, yeah, you know, some guys can work, but, Ah, they were they were always the same. They were always the same, man. You know, big, big, bulky guys. They, there was only so much they can do. And there was only a handful of guys like Vader and Bam Bam Bigelow and those type of guys that did different stuff. So you didn't have a whole lot of them. Now, <clears throat> that new version of, of type of record is the Chad Gables and other people. And even though they may not be the world champions, they the the you know those kind of guys back then had opportunities to have a moment and Chad can have a moment. So I I'm I'm looking at it. I'm seeing the 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 evolution of what wrestling is. I'm seeing what Triple H is putting down. I see what he wants to present to the crowd and what and to the people and what he pre- wants to present is wrestling. He wants to give you wrestling. He's going to give you the wrestling he knows, but he's going to give it to you with the people you recognize. And and the and the the way that they and the evolution of where wrestling is now, I'm good with it, man. Because because you know we we see that we we're going from the big bulky guys to the smaller guys, but the smaller guys are putting on the best matches, and <clears throat> people aren't used to that because they've been used to what Vince is putting out. So that's why I, I say it's gonna take time for people to get used to this type of wrestling. We love it. Those who truly we we love it. We love what we're seeing. But it's gonna take people a minute. But tonight, this match, Owens versus Gable, it was definitely an um, an example of that. To me, at least, it was. Next up, of course, we get Aaliyah versus Bailey. Bailey ended up picking up the victory. Then we get a tag team match. We get Champa and Miz versus Styles and Lashley, and it was good for the most part until we get that screwy ass finish. Because of course, we were the third week in a row. We got Dexter Loomis interfering in the match. This time, he ended up choking out. I mean. <clears throat> to the depths of hell. I guess technically Miz and uh and La- uh excuse me, Miz and Champa won the match via DQ, but uh, it's like all right, you know, uh th- this is where it's starting to get a little Vinny Mackish. It's like, all right, man, you did it two weeks in a row already. We already know who it is. This is Dexter Loomis. If you're gonna do something with him, do something with him. Uh but again, I digress. Too cold thoughts. Uh real quickly they shouldn't have, they they should have revealed him last week once they once it was revealed that it was him in cleveland you should have revealed him last week against the miz but you should have had him do that against miz like when when miz was trying to help uh was that in cleveland was the united states championship match in cleveland or so or yeah it was so when it was, it, when, when it was bobby when it was bobby versus styles you should have revealed Lex, dexter loomis then and you, because it was like, all right, man, we already saw that it's him. So the next week, you could have just had him come out doing a little shenanigans and then just showing up and then fucking with the Miz. You, I, 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 doing it a third week 
and still pretend like we don't know who it is. Like, I, I think that was the thing for me. It was like, because you saw them walking up before they got to the ring, uh, Bobby Lashley and uh, yeah. AJ Styles. And, you know, you kind of saw the antics of something on fire and people trying to figure out where the fuck did it start. It's like, bro, um, nah, y'all y'all, should have did this last week. That, to me, they should have did this last week. Uh, Fro says, who's the other guy before Loomis appeared? They pulled his hood back, and I didn't recognize him. I thought that was Loomis at first, and then I seen Loomis. I was like, I don't know who the hell the first guy was. I think that it was a it was a decoy because because Loomis was on the other side with a motorcycle helmet on his head. So uh, the fact is, like you know, I, I, which I think he was always on that side waiting. So which you know, it was probably like, just a bro, decoy. You, how you let how you let a fan in? Okay, okay, being a fan, being somebody who's attended a WWE event. How the hell you let somebody sneak in with a whole ass motorcycle helmet? That see, see, it, it's, it's it's stuff like it, it, it questions. You're right. You question legitimacy of security, but it's like uh, that's why I say they should have did this last week. I you you should have you should just had them pop up from out of nowhere, like behind the barricade. Whatever you know, you could have did it in a way where nobody would have saw them. It, it, it could have been done right if they did it right. Uh, but I, hey, this is the one, the one of the few negatives of, of Triple H. It's like I, you know, it, hey, he can't be perfect. Man, got to go three for five. He can go three for five. Hey, you know, everybody three for five can't ain't bad. But hey, you know what? Speaking of one thing that he did perfectly, bro. Speaking of Cleveland, speaking of the Man. hometown guy, speaking Man. of the two one six, the land. Talk to him. Man, talk to him. We got at the beginning of the ten o'clock hour. I'm up here. I'm cleaning this shit. I'm scooping up rice off the floor because my kids can't eat correctly. And then I got the music way up high. And then I hear that music hit. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. No, right. Say right. it ain't so. Right. No, bro. Right. And then, and then they didn't hit the right. music. They hit the old school Gargano. I'm like, oh, no. It's Rebel Heart. Get out of here. And then it took a minute. It took a minute. I thought somebody was fucking with me because he didn't pop up right away. They let the anticipation. No, you got you to gotta, you gotta let that build up, man. Let yeah, that music play. Up. So people are like, wait a minute. Is this real? Is this real? Oh, shit. He walked out. Hell yeah. This bro, is for real. When Johnny Gargano <laughs> came out, bro, I shrieked like a three-year-old girl. Okay? I was about to say something else. But Johnny! Johnny! I had to catch myself. I had to catch myself. I was like, holy shit, he's back. Now, I was thinking the same thing. Man, I was thinking like, oh, no, 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 I thought it that would have made the most sense because the oh, fans already have. expected it. And then you gave us a, a return anyway. You gave us Dexter Loomis. That could have been Johnny Gargano. In the most awkward-ass way. So that's why I was like, man, if, yeah. if you'd have had him come out and then by now you could have built up whatever you're going to build up with him in Austin Theory, which, yeah. I, yeah. man, I, I, it could be at Clash at the Castle, which I'm not mad at. That ass a match. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I, I – Coming out him coming out in Cleveland, I agree with Fro. That probably would have been the better thing to do, but it is what it is. So uh, hey, he's back. He's back. He's back. He said he's this. Back. 
he said, you know, I thought I was done with wrestling, you know, and then, you know, I had, I had, I had my son, right? And then, you know, I realized, you know, I had a possible dreams I wanted to achieve. You know, I wanted to be the U.S. I wanted to be the Intercontinental. I want to be the WWE champion. And what kind of father would I be to my son? And how could I possibly tell him he could do anything he wanted to do if I don't go do the same damn thing? Your boy is back. Baby wrestling. He got a baby wrestling champ for his little baby. Bro, Johnny Gargano was back. I know you and I, a couple years ago, we wondered, all right, man. You know, how do how do we see Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa faring on the main roster? We were scared for him. Before the Street Profits got called up, we were scared for him because, you know, eh, how they going to book him? How they going to book him? Now, you see Triple H is in power. Tommaso Ciampa, he's getting booked pretty fairly strongly, even with the Miz. You got Johnny Gargano coming out to a huge, huge ovation. Triple H, you know what time it is. That's one of his guys. Dude. What do you see in the future for the Rebel Heart, Johnny Gargano? I see the same thing that I'm saying for everybody else. Opportunity. That that's it. That's all I need to see. That's all I need to see because I I know what I've seen from most of these people. I know people are like, oh, Triple H is just gonna push a lot of his NXT guys. Yeah, I don't blame him. Because mm-hmm. I watched a lot of these NXT guys. I know how good a lot of these guys really are. And they and most of them, for the Shit, most part, some of them, they are. right? Some of them have had some success and they've got some respect. Yeah. Others have gotten shitted on because they don't fit the Vince look. That's all it was. It was not that they couldn't wrestle. It wasn't that they weren't totally bad on promos. Uh, hell, a lot of the people that Vince wanted to push was terribly bad on fucking promos. Yeah. But they didn't fit a certain look. So because of that. We didn't get to see them in the way that we know how it's great that they could have been because we saw them in NXT. That's why I was like with Walter, it's like I'm still seeing what I'm seeing from Walter, but you know, it's, it's a bit more of a showcase uh, with him. And, and that's understandable. He's on the main roster, he's going to be seen more. Where you know, Walter was almost a mystique a little bit, yeah. So, you know, I, 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 I get it, and so far they haven't done anything wrong other than changing his name that 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 was the only thing that i had a problem with was changing walter's name so um i i but now with triple h running it i have confidence that he will give all of these great talents that we know are good at least averagely good good great hall of fame level whatever superstar whatever he'll find a way to give them an opportunity and it will be on them. It will be on them to make the best of it. Nathan says Johnny versus Theory for the case. I wouldn't mind. I'm thinking that. that. I'm thinking that, but I don't know. That. I don't know, man. I'm not Johnny Gargano ain't catching. I don't know if you want to bury Theory like with a, with, with a returning Gargano. Just I don't know if you want to bury Johnny Gargano trying to cash in on Roman Reigns or or, or uh, Drew McIntyre. Like yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, I, 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 yeah. I'm not really feeling that either. So yeah. uh, I'd rather them just have a match and it it be Johnny's first match back to get his feet wet, being on the main roster. I it, it really don't. I mean. You can say it's for the briefcase, but I would prefer theory to still hold on to the briefcase and and, and just make it, you know, just make it a regular match. Because, again, we 
uh, theory already talked about it when he, when Johnny Gar when he came out to Johnny Girl. You know, you helped you know guide me in NXT. Now that I've been on the main roster, now that I've been champion, now that I've had a WrestleMania, now that I've done some of the stuff that you haven't done, you can ride my coattails. Honestly, yeah. that right there enough is is actually enough for them to have this match, especially with Johnny super kicking them at the end. So it's like, bro, I, he just said it, man. I'm I'm here for me. I'm here to I'm 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 gonna do what's for me. And Austin Theory actually makes sense because they have history. So it's not something that's complicated. You you don't have to do nothing really big with it to make it make sense. It makes sense already because if you watch NXT, you know where Austin Theory was teamed up with, and you know how that all went. So I'm good with it. Just being a regular match. Uh, you if you want to make the briefcase a big thing, sure. But I, I expect Theory to win that because I'm not looking at Gargano. Gargano's not he's not beating he's not beating Drew or Roman if one of them walk out with the championship. Bro, Kimberly, what's going Kimberly. on, what up, What's Kim? happening? What's happening? Call me Mr. Johnson says I don't want to see Theory lose the case. Earl says I'm thinking the case gets cashed in on Lashley. Uh call me Mr. Johnson says agree. Just have a match. Fro says whoever cashes in will lose. And Nathan says Theory is a young Miz. He's a young, better Miz. Theory is a better in-ring worker than Miz. It's but like the Miz meets uh, what's that dude? Uh, John Cena. Yeah, John Cena. I, he's John, man. It's, it's, it's John Cena, dude. I, Theory has that early John Cena thugonomics kind of attitude, arrogance. Uh, when he was really the heel, still trying to figure it out. But but Theory's been around long enough to master it a little faster and better. Uh, yeah. He's arrogant like the Miz, but He's he can hold his own in the ring like that a lot earlier than Miz could. It took Miz a while before Miz was you know respectable. Uh, theory's kind of already been there. He just needed to get out of trouble with that whole Me Too movement and everything that happened and kind of you know the the allegations that he kind of took from that and then him getting sent down to NXT and kind of have to you know play a role for a while to kind of get himself back into good graces. So it, it, it's not that theory wasn't good enough circumstances happening kind of delayed it and now you know he's back on and he's doing his thing so i i i, I would agree with that to a, to a certain degree he's a loud mouth like the miss but i think he's a way better even even if you know even now he, he at 24 with 24 23 24 uh he, he yeah he, he's way first superior than uh than the miss in ring oh, wrestling and, and then to wrap it up, man, we get the rated R superstar for the first time in over 10 years. Man, he's wrestling in his hometown of Toronto, Ontario. Oh, Monday Night Raw, baby. Oh, Monday, Monday Night, Night Raw. Raw. In the six against former United States champion Damian Priest. And it was a, you know, pretty, pretty decent match. I mean, it was about as good as it was going to yeah. get. Uh, but for Edge, man, Edge pulled out a couple moves out, out the good old bread basket that we didn't expect to see. Uh, and then, of course, you know, we had to beat down at the end. But, bro. Hey, look, Edge in the main event. I will say this. Uh, Triple H. Triple H definitely knows how to read the room. I mean, we had Edge. We had Trish Stratus. We had Kevin Owens. Hell, I think Aaliyah's even Canadian. So I like how Triple H, man, you know, he took all the hometown favorites. And, you know, he put them on the card, man. And the crowd, the crowd was a relatively dead crowd. But whenever their people came out, 
they showed up and they showed out, man, which is cool. So you yeah, know, it's gonna I, be like I, that next week with Kurt Angle and Pittsburgh. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. So Triple H, man, he he know what he's doing. Again, it, it, it's like you and I we talked about. It's the little things. It's the little attention to detail. Uh, is everything I, perfect? I, What's up? I I I don't know if I want that every week though. Like every week, I don't want you bringing out. Oh, here's this now. Here's this hometown legend this week. Now here's this hometown legend this. Now here's this. I I, I don't right, right, want right. that consistently. Like don't. <laughs> okay, you brought Trish. She got booed in her hometown. <laughs> man, so, yeah, for you well, because Aaliyah ain't man, she ain't shit. Uh, not compared to them <laughs> other people. Uh, <laughs> Fro says, "Where was Chemo? Hey, yeah, seeing Tony Chemo do the radar, radar superstar. <laughs> hey, man, you're right, man, right. Uh, yeah, he ain't, yeah, he ain't doing no more, man. You know, they they lost their luster with their announcers. But no, man, I, I but I don't want to. Um, Toronto was a big thing because it because of Edge. You you brought Trish, uh, Johnny Gargano showed up, even though he's not from Canada, but he showed up." So it was like you, you know that that was cool. Kurt Angle, I'm not really expecting too much from Kurt Angle. One, I don't want to see Kurt Angle come have a last match. He not, nah, he not. He, I, I, he don't need to do that. <laughs> uh, we saw, we saw Kurt Angle's last matches. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. I'm yeah, good. I'm fine. Um, I, don't, I don't need that. Yeah, hard pass. But I, I don't want to see them bringing out celebrity. You know, every city. Oh, we got this Hall of Fame. We got. I, I don't want to see that. So I'm hoping we don't get that. Earl, Earl. Say, Earl says, man, I'd rather have the hometown hero every week for the pop as long as they're not in the ring wrestling. I Yeah, but I, I think after a while, that kind of gets too cheesy. I had to see that. And see, and I don't I don't see that. And that reeks of Vince because that 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 reeks of the the GM every week. And, you know, which was cool. But after a while, I was like, eh, you're not really getting GMs that people, you know, we run for. We don't really feel like they really matter. You know, they're just celebrity GMs. They did barely anything. So I, I, <clears throat> I, I'm kind of worried of that. Um, every now and then, sure. Every now and then is fine. Like if they do these two and then don't do another one for another month or so, cool, no problem. You know, and, but I, I don't want to see it every week. Because uh, Trish, Trish was cool. I, I wouldn't mind if Trish gets back in the ring. Kurt Angle, nah, 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 no, no, please, God, no, no. Not, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> so, uh, no, no, no. There may be one or two that may be an exception because we know they may still be able to be put on one good last match. But for, for the majority, we know a lot of them aren't coming. No, we, no. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> well, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, for four weeks in a row, a full entire month, we Man. have come to you live Man. watching three hours of Monday Night Raw. Man. Give me all the G-O-W Monday Night Raw right after. Oh, my God. Wrestling Man. must be in a shift because this ain't happened in years. Oh, my God. At least in a year. <laughs> At least in about a good year we did a Raw review. Not, not well, I think we did the WrestleMania after, after WrestleMania one, but yeah, that yeah. was just like – uh, I think we regretted that quickly <laughs> on the draft. <laughs> uh, that draft, that supposed draft they had it. Yeah, we regretted that shit real quickly. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's been a minute. It, it's Pro been says, a fucking Pro minute. Raw is better than SmackDown now, which ironically it is. It true. is. It is. It is, man. Hey, I don't know. Honestly, I don't. 
Now, I know we say, well, man, Raw needs to go to two hours. SmackDown is two hours. So is it the time or is it the quality of wrestling? Because I, and I wanted to bring that up on a different show, but because we're going to get out of here. But I wanted to bring that up, man. Do we, I mean, you can say, well, maybe you can have a draft and spread the quality of wrestling. You could do that. But we're watching a three hour show be great. We're watching a two hour show be shitty. So it's like, do we really want to get rid of three hours or do we just want to shake things up? And do shaking things up really help? Do, and so do we want to get rid of three hours and shake things up or just get rid of three hours and then see where it goes? Like, I, I don't know. But I, I, I've i kind of seen that for the last couple of weeks, how people still want Raw to go down, but they've been liking the show. But SmackDown has been lacking because yeah. you're not really putting on anything worth watching. Yeah. And my, and my thing is, even though Raw has been pretty much, you know, pretty, pretty, pretty good the last, you know, month or so uh for the most part i will say i the three hours have been watchable but i, but I still wouldn't mind you cutting that down at least a half hour i i wouldn't mind a two and a half it ain't gotta be two 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 and a half maybe uh but then again because 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 my thing is this is it's great now but you but how it's like that honeymoon phase right because we got we got new leadership, so there's new excitement. You know, we're 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 getting a vibe we haven't gotten in a while. But this is like CM Punk, you know, with AEW. You know, it was cool to see him coming out, starting off AEW every single night for the first two or three weeks. A year later, it's like, all right, CM Punk, I'm happy to see you, but I'm I don't have that same excitement as when he first came back. Triple H, same thing. Everything he's doing now incrementally seems better and better and better, more and more fresh because we had the same thing from Vince for the last 20 some years since, you know, the wars. Now, my thing is this. There's only so much newness Triple H is going to be able to, you know, put out there before. It's kind of like, all right, either we'll get tired of every single week it's a new debut or we'll get tired of every single week it's something else. And then it's kind of like, you know, I think that's where you're really going to be able to, okay, you know what, four or five months from now, do you still want to see three hours or do you want to change it? I, I No, I, I agree with you, but I think for Triple H is that he's got to re, he's got to reestablish his superstars or his that's wrestlers. Fair. That's fair. He, he's got to reestablish these guys because, one, the, the main problem is as much as I like seeing Edge, Edge shouldn't be back wrestling as much as he has been. Like Edge is a every now and then kind of come in wrestler. They've been depending on Edge. Now I get it. Edge was gone. He had the surgery. He had to retire early. He wants to get that last little run in. But Edge can't go like that. So I, I don't mind Edge coming back after maybe, you know, miss a month or two, come back for a big pay-per-view like Clash at the Castle. You know, you could have come back for something like that. Like, that, that's cool. You know, you got Survivor Series in a couple of months. You can come back for something like that. Like, every now and then, you know what I'm saying? Spread it out a little bit. But WWE has to reestablish who their stars are. Roman Reigns is a star. Kevin Owens is a star. Seth Rollins is a star. Matt Riddle is now a star. Randy Orton is still a star. He's still relevant. Uh, Drew is a star. Bobby's a star. AJ Styles is a star. You got Bianca. Becky, Charlotte, you you got those stars, okay? But some of them have become now the veterans, especially the way Vince has kind of built some of them. They've kind of become the, oh man, you 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 kind of 
forced them a lot of these people down our throats so much that it's like ah man what else you got and i think now with triple h we'll have so much that when we see new matchups we see new rivalries we see people doing something we always wanted to see them do i think that will keep the freshness the question will be like you said the three hours but uh you know, just just being able to have the talent that he wants to use and them coming through with the opportunity. You know, he's going to present the opportunity for you. You got to do your part. Can they do their part? We have we have seen people we wish, man, he's got it. If he does his part, he's good. And they don't do their part. So it's not just always been WWE, even though a lot of times it seemed like way it's always been the other side, too. So I'm I'm just hoping that all this talent that Triple H wants to put out that he's going to he's going to give them opportunity and they're going to step up or go back to catering. Well, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, ain't no catering over here, but if there was, it'd be delicious. Wink, wink. With that being said, ladies oh, yeah, and gentlemen, we use seasoning over here. <laughs> with that being said, <laughs> thank you once again for tuning in to another episode of GOW, the Generation Wrestling Catering Podcast. food be dry as fuck. <laughs> Dry as fucking fish. What kind of damn fucking chicken is this, man? How you gonna cook chicken and put parsley on it? What is this, man? Like, come on, man. What what is is parsley? It's not a damn season. Hey, dude, them potatoes be hard as hell. It's like eating. Oh my god, dude. Oh, be like, dude, how you how do you overcook steamed potatoes? (laughs) God damn. Motherfucker, hey, the steamed potatoes. You steam hey, these egg, bitches. Hey, them eggs be runny as hell. It's like the it's like, oh the, it's like the dead chickens is on the plate crying. Oh my god! Like, dude, why? How? 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 Yeah, no, our catering is way. Our catering be way better. <laughs> our catering <laughs> loves us. <laughs> well, go ahead, man. Send us home, man. I, I, I just scared, had to say man. that. I just had to say that you real know, quick. You know, before we end up in the Forbes list of no jobs, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, we're <laughs> tuning in to another episode. Hey, he said no names. I don't hey, know what you talking about. Hey, hey we're going we to fuck around again. Hey, we're going to do the budget cuts. <laughs> hey, hey who's going to release us? us? We, <laughs> we the bosses. Who's, who's releasing us? We are the GOW. <laughs> they ain't got no choice but to listen to what we got to say. <laughs> All right, man. We fuck with y'all, man. Hey, we, we've been off for two days, man. We miss y'all, man. We got to have some fun. But, hey, I think we're going to have to do a show tomorrow, man, just talking news and wrestling and stuff like that. So we'll send a notification out if it happens. But other than that, franchise, for the final time, send us home. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, ooh, let's get ready to get the fuck out of here. It's yours truly, the 29-year-old piece of gold. He's too cold, and we'll see you when we see you. Peace.